Hey man, is that the Rock News Weekly podcast? Yeah man, well turn it up man! This is Rock News Weekly. Every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movie, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. This week of July 19th, 2021, Season 3, Episode 28. Chris here with Charles and the crew inside the studio today. What's going on, guys? Check. That's right. Check. Lots of things to talk about. Uh, Deftones uh, pushing back their entire 2021 tour, guys, no! to next year. <laughs> Sorry. I know. Corn announcing their replacement bass player for Fieldy on their upcoming tour. Judas Priest unveils their 50 Heavy Metal Years box set. Mark Hoppus reveals his cancer is hereditary. Mm. Metallica's Kirk Hammett talks about how metal music got him through his troubled childhood. And David Crosby turns 80 and releases his new album for free this week. Mm. We're going to talk about that. All he right. had an interview with Rolling Stone, and uh, we'll see what David Crosby's been up to. So did he mention us? Uh, he did not, yeah. um, unfortunately, but I know he's a big fan of the show, so we'll get into that a little bit later. Stick mm. around. It'll be after our um, music trivia. We'll do this uh, thing on David Crosby and his new album, so nice. stick around nice. for that. It's going to be cool. Um, all of our links are up, of course, rocknewsweekly.com. Uh, give us a like and a follow Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all the same at Rock News Weekly. Uh, in memoriam this week, unfortunately, there was somebody who passed away in the rock world. Cinderella guitarist Jeff Labar passed away on July 14th at the age of 58. Oh, young. Uh, and unfortunately, the news was broken by his son, Sebastian Labar, uh, posted on social media. So I just got the call. Jeff Labar, my father, my hero, my idol, passed away. Um, I'm currently at a loss for words. I love you, Pop. No cause of death was announced. Oh, young guy. Um, yeah. And only 58, and what I was reading online is apparently he was kind of a major alcoholic. Ooh. And so yeah. maybe you related to that, unfortunately. Um, but we'll just leave it at that. I mean, Bon, bon Scott, right? Didn't he, he threw up? He was choked on his alcohol. own vomit. Bender, yeah. That was yeah. what Spinal Tap made fun of. And yeah. The, the, that whole thing about choking on your own vomit, that's what uh, they say the cause of uh, asphyxiation uh, oh, from yeah. vomit. That was like the official cause of death Ugh, for brutal. Bon Scott. Brutal. Pretty crazy, right? Brutal. Um, all right. So, yeah, some new albums uh, this past 16th of July just came out. We were talking about it last week. I know you picked it up, Charles, that new Bare Naked Ladies album. Oh, yeah, I picked it up. Um, Detour so, de Force. Yeah, I, I picked it up, and what I did was I took it home, and then I slowly removed it from the wrapper, and then I showed it to everyone in my house, and then I broke it across <laughs> my knee. Yeah. And then just threw I just, it in the You know what I do with mine? I opened it up and I threw it in the microwave. Oh, yeah. I put it on for five minutes and I just walked away. It was like, it, and then you could hear it. It was like, Chicka de China, the Chinese chicken. It was a good, it was a good remix. It was a good album. It was, yeah. God, I know you guys love the show, but you're horrible Canadians. And I love Canada. You're horrible Canadians, bare naked ladies. Uh, new you. albums out also from Clyro, John Mayer, KDAP, Moon King, okay. Zola's Waves, Willow. Is Ooh, that Willow the Willow. movie? Is that uh, the character? No. Is um, it Willow? Uh, is it Willow as in Will Smith's Willow? I know I she's know. a musician. It says lately I feel everything is named the album. No idea. Oh, okay. Twenty third of July. Uh, these new albums are coming out this Friday. Oh, okay. From 
David Crosby, as oh, we were mentioning. Oh, hey. His new album for free. I don't know if it's for free. It better be for free. It be, with a name it, like yeah. that. I mean, it, it is it for free. It could be just you, him being yeah. a prick. You know? Well, after you give him an eighth <laughs> for free, <laughs> better look out. You give him a teener, it's free. Uh, Jackson Brown's got a new album. Annika, Dark Side, Dave, uh, Descendants have a new album. Okay. I'm interested nice. in that, and I heard it was really good. It's called Ninth and Walnut, and All if you right. guys are a fan of punk and Descendants, I heard that was a, a pretty good album from them. Um, Leon Bridges, Megabog, and Shiny Joe Ryan oh, all okay. have new albums out. Shiny's Democracy. So there you go. Uh, uh, new new album from him. Uh, all right, tour news. Unfortunate. Deftones pushing back their entire 2021 tour to next year mm. uh, due to the ongoing pandemic. And I think it's uh, basically because they can't. Certain cities and certain markets they want to play just aren't having shows the way they want to do it. So yeah. he says, yeah. um, quote, the eminent, due to the eminence of the tour and the pandemic lasting longer than we anticipated, we came to realization that uncertainty still remains in different markets throughout the country. Yeah, quote. yeah. And I think that's the thing, right? We're seeing a lot of festivals happen because it's easy for bands to manage, like, this is happening just in Chicago on this weekend. We can do yeah. that. But yeah. an entire tour across the U.S., that's a lot harder to pull off these days, right? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, and with the Delta variant and people kind of losing their minds. Yeah, and, and it's... A lot of a lot of states actually not really not their vaccine their vaccination rates are so low that like their hospitalization rates are skyrocketing them. I mean, it that's makes, crazy, it makes man. Sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so unfortunately, all of them been postponed till next year. It looks like Deftones 2022 tour dates for us here in California. Yeah. In April, if you see, it's on Bill Graham Civic Auditorium on the 18th of April, and then L.A. at the Greek Theater. What that tells me is that I, I don't know if the Coachella, I think if the Coachella lineup is out for next year, they got to be on that lineup because hmm. those are two Golden Voice venues, and that's Coachella dates, and mm. they're in California. So it tells me they're at Coachella, and they're going to be playing some California dates at that time. So there you go, Deftones fans. Well, latest update. I know, that sucks. Because I mean, they were touring with suck. Gojira, right? Yep, so, they are. I mean, and it looks like Gojira yeah. is still touring. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. As far yeah, as I can I tell, that. they're still, they're not obviously touring with Deftones, but they're uh, on Aftershock. Uh, yeah. Gojira's at Aftershock, and I think a couple of other dates as well. So, mm. <clears throat> All right, so let's move on to some more rock news. Jason Bonham, the son of legendary uh, Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, he's doing a band called Le J Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Evening. Okay. So that's the name of his group. It was called, I don't know if you remember, we talked about it on the garage a while ago. He got sued by um, Jimmy Page. Uh, for, oh, of course. Because he named it Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Experience. That was the name of his band, right? And yeah. Jason Bonham had that name for a number of years. And Jimmy Page decided that he wanted to trademark the term Led Zeppelin Experience for something that he was going to do online or like a... Um, mm. Like a uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame type of thing. The yeah. Led Zeppelin experience, right? So he made Jason Bonham, the son of John Bonham, change the name. Oh He's my like, God. you got to change it. And Jason Bonham was like, I got to rebrand everything, right? Yeah. And so he chose to keep the E because it was JBLE for a lot of the merch and stuff. Yeah. And now he just changed it from experience to evening. Oh, okay. So and I think a little compromise, I guess. It yeah. sounds kind of good, and I'm props to him for coming up with a good replacement, but Jimmy Page is such a prick. Man. Yeah, what? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a little that's a little pearl jammy. <laughs> I know, right, right there. Legal Come jam. On. Yeah, legal jam. Le little legal jammy. <laughs> um, Come on now, Jimmy yeah, Page. So, but they've announced a big tour. Jo Jason Bonham's doing a 29-date North American tour. 
uh, which is pretty impressive. Oh, and we get some whoa. dates here. Look at all these dates. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Excuse me. In October and November, uh, here all across the U.S. Oh, Davenport, Iowa. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get... Uh, sorry, I scrolled down a little bit too far. Looks like we're going to get some dates here in California, San Jose at the Civic, uh, Civic Center, mm. October 17th. Uh, also, Sammy Hagar in the Circle uh, is going to be performing with him on certain dates. Oh, so, okay. There you All go. Right. Cool. If you guys want to check that out, Jason Bonham is in Sammy's group, uh, The Circle. It's yeah. uh, like a side project of Sammy and Bunch of Jerks. <laughs> Bunch of Jerks, yeah, you're Bunch right. Of, Bunch you're of right. Jerks in The Circle. Um, all right, so In Flames also dropping off uh, the lineup for the Metal Tour of the Year, which was with Megadeth mm. and Lamb of God. In Flames apparently have some uh, visa issues. They're saying, quote, We were looking forward to playing for all of you, and this was unbelievably hard choice to make. Thank you for understanding your support as we get through this unprecedented time. We have a lot of things in the works for 2022. Uh, so there you go. Apparently it's uh, some kind of issue with their visas and how other – they can't travel to other countries. Their country won't allow them due to the pandemic issues oh, or something gotcha. like that. Um, so anyway, uh, Hate gotcha. Breed is going to be replacing In Flames. Okay. Uh, so if you guys want to still check out that show, you're going to have a different opening act there. But Megadeth, Lamb of God, uh, still going to be performing on that lineup. Nothing else has changed. Both very aggressive names, are Hate Breed and In Flames. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, Lamb of God. Mega death. It's not just a regular death. It's just me- it's, it's a mega a, death. It's a mega death. And death with a D E. That, that death was T-H. mega. You know? <laughs> that death. Have you ever heard anyone say that? The that death was mega. That death was mega, man. Oh yeah, I hear that all the time. Right. Like every day on a daily basis. Like in in the. So much so that you would think that'd be a good band name, right? Yeah. It's like Death Leopard. <laughs> you know how many people thought it was Death Leopard, when in reality it was Death Leopard. Right. You it should have put a a leopard doing sign language on the album and people would have figured it out yeah they wouldn't have had that problem that's true he's clearly a deaf leopard a deaf leopard would have written better lyrics you know a a deaf leopard would have written that better lyrics true (laughs) pour sugar on me in the name of love (laughs) (laughs) shit all right Foo Fighters having to cancel their forum reopening show after someone in the Foo Fighters camp got COVID. Ooh. Uh, They don't say who. They're not saying who in the Foo Fighters camp got COVID, but it must be significant enough to cancel the show. So it's one of the band members. Mm, I'm pretty sure. It's got to be. I mean, I guess it could be an important crew member, roadman, uh, you know, maybe somebody running the boards or the lights, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so they canceled their show. It was supposed to happen this past Saturday, July 17th. Canceled it. Uh, they're not doing shows until next month in August, but those shows are still on schedule. They haven't canceled those yet. So, I mean, it looks like one of them is actually from Gryffindor. So <laughs> yeah, it looks like Taylor so Hawkins can... got this uh, scarf in this picture. <laughs> it's like yellow and red. <laughs> or he's a big fan of like USC football or something. Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Gryffindor. You just wish that that COVID away. <laughs> Do a spell. Covidius. Yeah, cast it away. And now a message from one of our sponsors. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Balljack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Balljack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix 
to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. Um, all right. So I guess the only requirement to be a bass player in corn is that you need to have a bandana. Oh yeah. On your head, and then you could play bass for corn. Is that okay? Because what? Fieldy is you know known for having a bandana on his head. Riot Fieldy, bass player for Corn. Yeah, he's being replaced on the tour with Suicidal Tendencies Roberto Ra Diaz, who also wears a bandana on okay. his head All right. and plays the bass. So all right, the bandana does. They're like, for hey, you. that's not too far of a departure from what we already have. Yeah, exactly. Do you mind if we call you Fieldy? No, not right. No, you got to be called Fieldy. Okay. I, I, I really don't like that, guys. I'd yeah. rather just, you know, call call me by my actual name. No, we're going to call you Fieldy. Yeah, you Fieldy. Um, and it's either that yeah. or you're, you're out of here. Yeah. Hey, do you want a Pepsi? Just one Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway, that'll be a pretty fun show, though. I'd actually like to see that. I'd, yeah. I'd love to see. Uh, he's a badass bass player. Yeah. Very, very yeah. high energy. Very cool dude. Um, so, Raw Diaz from Suicidal Tendencies on tour with Korn. As the replacement for Fieldy. All right, that's cool. That's really cool, actually. I know I'm make, making light of it, but that's that's no, it, cool. it is, it is. Even with the bandana. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hoppus of Blink 182 revealing that he's battling the same cancer his mother beat, which is kind of encouraging, uh, oh, and yeah. also revealing that it is hereditary. Uh, it's large B cell lymphoma. He said his mother had it. She beat it. She also beat breast cancer twice. Oh wow! So he's got some hope and kind of uh, you know. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, positive, uh, you know, reinforcement that he can beat this. That it's, oh, yeah. his mom's beat it three times, so he's looking to beat it as well. Um, he says it's uh, blood related. It's not bone related. He thought initially that it could have been the opposite. Oh yeah. So now he knows that it's um, a hereditary thing. Uh, so anyway, uh, speedy recovery, Mark. He's he's kind of mm-hmm. documenting his whole process on his social media mm-hmm. and his Twitch channel as well interacting with fans and messing around so if you guys are um, on there and want to check it out and check out his progress uh you know look him up nice nice nicely done yeah All right. show, show him some support i don't i'm not really a big fan of blink 182 but but mark Hoppus, i'm a fan you're, of you're beating awesome. cancer right yeah we're a fan kicking, of beating cancer yeah kicking cancer's ass so. exactly i just read this really cool story um really one of those feel-good stories where this lady's mom beat cancer and so from amazon she ordered a bunch of fuck cancer balloons like a whole bunch of them just to fill up the whole house with them and it was i guess it was like a pricey order and the uh they got a a notification from amazon from the actual supplier that said we're sorry unfortunately we cannot you know charge you for this so we're going to give you all these balloons for free so you could save money for the cake and stuff it was just one of those really cool things that like an organization does that's awesome you know yeah for sure restores your faith a little bit in people and humanity in general big time that's cool um, all right, so check this out. Judas Priest unveiling 50 heavy metal years of music box set. Ooh, look, look at this that. massive thing. Holy moly. It's That's got like a Metallica's thir- thing. It's got 13 unreleased discs. It includes every live official studio, uh, excuse me, every official live and studio album to date. Wow. Plus 13 unreleased discs. Out now is a previously unreleased uh, bunch of live tracks that they have that was recorded in 86 at the Summit in Houston. A bunch of unreleased shows, 
if you're a priest fan this looks to be the definitive set so mm. check that out that looks really cool and it comes in a pretty badass box uh set with the priest logo on there yeah that's pretty dope uh so there Very you go cool. 50 heavy metal years of music uh Oof. and it's out excuse me october 21st 50 i know crazy right yeah uh speaking amazing. of rockers that have been rocking for 50 years acdc Craft beer is headed for the store shelves. Okay. It's called um, ACDC Power Up Juicy IPA and ACDC TNT Double IPA. Oh, okay. They'll arrive at select retailers in California. We get them uh, at Rayleigh's. I was uh, looking into it. So. Yeah, I've had it. Oh, you have? Yeah, Wh- I already Which had, one? Would, both of them? I had both of them. I actually drank them at once, and right afterwards, directly afterwards, uh, Daisha said, how does it taste? And I said, it tastes great. Did you get a schoolboy outfit that just immediately you dressed in a schoolboy outfit? Yeah, it was like a che- it was like a cereal commercial, and I was like, yeah, it feels great. You just sound like you started gargling razor blades. <laughs> that's all it. after that's, you drank that beer. That's exactly it. Like I channeled my inner Bon Scott and crazy. Yeah. It said, I said, this is an IPA. It's a juicy it's IPA. Juicy. Yeah. all right we're losing (laughs) listeners by the minute guys we're losing listeners by the minute losing our fans i know they're like they always make fun of the voice why come on (laughs) acdc is my favorite hey i'm not i actually you know we're not we don't we don't laugh at uh rock stars we laugh with with them we we like to think that we're laughing with them yeah like they're all right here with us yeah like our next story is about lars ulrich and you know i I love metallica but i also think that he's a piece of shit yeah but i love metallica so that's yeah that's that right i mean but but no i'm sorry lars ulrich i was just joking with you i know that you're a big fan he's a great guy yeah you're awesome uh, he's a prick, though. Uh, Metallica has rolled out a pair of fan club-only shows in celebration of their 40th anniversary. So they're going to be at the Chase Center in San Francisco on December 17th and 19th. Nice. Two completely different set lists, basically what they're doing at Aftershock. So I think they realized that uh, people wanted to see them, and the only way that people were going to see them was at Aftershock, and it sold out. So now they've opened up some fan club-only shows if you guys want to check it out. I can't uh, uh, I can't wait to see. I mean, I've seen Metallica live before, but I can't wait to see them this time um, kind of deliver that performance over the over a couple of days and see a bunch of material. All yeah, I'm, I'm really looking cool. forward to it, and I hope they really do like mix it up and just not play all the same old predictable shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Dig yeah. deep. It's a good excuse to do that. You yeah. Know? Give have me, f- have yeah. fun. Give me something that should not be. Come on now. Yeah, a lot of stuff. I mean, yep. they got to do Last Caress. That, oh, the misfits time. are there. The misfits are there. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, they who knows what could happen? Yep. I got something to say. That would be fucking Come badass. On, if you joined them on the stage for that. Oh, could you imagine? On Friday night or something? Oh, my God. That would be oh pretty badass. God. All right. Anyway. Um, Metallica's Kirk Hammett um, crediting Metal for helping him deal with his abusive childhood. He was talking about this uh, on the podcast. It's called Backstage, the Devil in Metal podcast. He spoke candidly about the role music ended up playing for him growing up. He said, quote, I had a bad childhood. I experienced a lot of darkness early on in my life that I probably shouldn't have been exposed to. Unfortunate things happened to me as ch- as a child, and so that real-life darkness came to me way too early in life. Mm. Basically, guitar playing and music saved my life, and it was a type of thera- a therapy for me. It made me feel better when I knew that I wasn't feeling great, and I was so young, I didn't understand why I was feeling this way, and I didn't know this was because of circumstances and situations. 
I didn't put that together. Mm. He, I just knew that guitar playing helped me feel better and calm me down as an adolescent, as a teenager, as an adult up to now. I mean, I have a lot of anxiety and I'm prone to depression like most people. My guitar helps me through all that. A good heavy metal song is like a good horror movie. It's intense, it's unpredictable, it has a lot of the same feelings of the darker things in life. Mm. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. He said, you know, he says, I. There's a lot of people out there that when they hear that darkness, that gloom, it's cathartic. It feels good, you know? It's like when you get oh, yeah. to the darker parts of your life and experience them without really experiencing them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. End quote. So I thought that was kind of cool and a yeah. good way of kind of explaining what metal music does for a lot of people out there. Oh, yeah. People for sure. going through some stuff or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of things that it helps people uh, you know get that out like what he says like experience them without really experiencing them like oh yeah. you know uh, i think that's a good way of putting it it's it's like fuel man when uh i uh, just yesterday lalo and i were coming back from a like a crawfish um feast and and amazon was just picking some of the, the best metal songs oh, on our yeah. on our random nice. playlist we just had it random and they were just picking like the the most kick-ass metal of that just real gritty stuff and it, it gives you like that feeling right like it makes you it, it gives you that little bit of extra power or drive i think at one point we were like talking about a slipknot song and we were like dude this song like this is what you play be right before you're gonna go into battle yeah you know and i, I suppose it's the same way like if you're battling like your own personal demons yeah it's, it's like inspiring the same way. it's uplifting yeah. it gives you like energy hope it makes you feel like empowered and yeah that's cool. That's like what people need, you know? They need to feel all those things all the time. So Big time. Yeah, it's cool that, you know, different types of music do that for people. And yeah. Yeah, right on. So yeah. good for Kirk kind of explaining that and how it helped him. And hopefully other people can relate. Big time. Um, all right, so check this out. STP bassist uh, Robert DeLeo was talking with Guitar World, and they're like, what is going on with you guys? What do you got planned? He said... We're still trying to figure that out. Uh, quote, these are interesting times. The people that are in this business of entertainment are the last kind of to shove off on what we used to be doing. We're, we're kind of at the mercy of the hands of this pandemic and seeing where this all takes us. I'm hopeful to see what's going to happen here and hopefully to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, end quote. So I think that kind of encapsulates a lot of the bands out there right now. Yeah. They don't know what is going to happen. Yeah, they, big time. Everything got the rug pulled, under, uh, pulled up from underneath them. In terms of touring reliability, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a schedule they can count on, whatever. Now it's all up in the air. I've read stories of like members of bands. We were talking about that guy from Buck Cherry. Donating became a or, phlebotomist. Oh, phlebotomist, yeah. Just to like make money in the meantime, and you know, other band members. I've read stories about that too, as well. And it's yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, so who knows, man? It's oh, all, did it's you see? The have you seen that on social media where it's like uh, just like tons of stars and like when it just really spiked during COVID, but they would like give you you know personal birthday messages for like 50 or 100 oh, bucks yeah, or yeah. something yeah that that seemed to spike up pretty high during COVID. yeah i think that, i think it's called cameo and there's another app that um people can like give you a personalized message yeah yeah and say like you know hey this is fucking vince neil from molly crew <laughs> fucking have a happy birthday there johnny <laughs> like there's that one i forget it's like a Why viral video and it's of him and he's like he gets it all wrong like yeah neil, like it says like all this stupid shit, <laughs> and he like just sounds all yeah. wasted. Yeah. He's just like all like, hey, yeah, happy birthday, Johnny. You know, I'm Harley Crew. You know, and this. yeah. And they paid like 500 bucks for it, and they're like, I paid 500 bucks to this. <laughs> anyway, and now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? 
Did you make an accident in your pants? Is an accident waiting for you at some point sometime soon? Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glenn called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, with Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer. And for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce, will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choiceless Law Firm for the voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole. All right, oh, some rock man. birthdays this week, guys. Uh, Roger McGuinn, singer from The Birds, turning 79. Jason right. Bonham, we were saying, drummer from uh, Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, and also in Sammy's The Circle and all nice. kinds of shit. He's 55. Geezer Butler, bassist from Black Sabbath, 72. Okay. Artemis Pyle, former drummer from Leonard Skinner, is 73. Peter Lewis, guitarist from Moby Grape, 76. Marky Ramone, the drummer from the Ramones, 69. Disputed. I know. Whatever that means. I never Disputed. understand that. Joe Satriani, 65. Oh, we met him, Lala. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You guys did the meet and greet yeah. Yeah. in uh, Fox Theater in Oakland? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got, got a picture with him and everything. Was he so cool? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. it was real quick in and out, but he was great. I, I, uh, I told him... Um, I said, yeah, you're an inspiration. Like, you know, and I, I hopefully like my, you know, I was Lalo at the time was I think maybe seven or something. And I was like, I mean, hopefully like it'll kind of rub off here on, on my boy. And he was like, oh, has he got a guitar? And I was like, yeah, I, there's a bunch of them all over the house and stuff. You just pick one up. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. We started talking about that's him cool. like playing guitar and stuff. It was like a nice little conversation. He didn't brush me off. It wasn't like a real quick in and out, even yeah, though there was cool. a line out cool. the door. Yeah, that's awesome. I it love was pretty him, cool. Dude. You should have asked him if you could rub his head. I should have, huh? Because he's bald. Yeah, yeah, I should have so that he could give me some of his like, yeah, skills. some of his troll luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to pay the troll toll to get in this baby's boy's soul. Yeah, it's that's clearly it. baby boy's soul. It is. I feel it. like you're saying baby boy's whole. Clear. Yeah, and that's not. Soul. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Let's move on. Ed Kowalczyk. <laughs> Ed Kowalczyk is also 50, lead singer of Live. Stuart Copeland, amazing drummer from the Police, 69. Okay. Uh, and then 69. also <laughs> look at all these uh, Im- important actors here. Harrison Ford is 79 this week. What? Only? I thought he was older than that. Cheech Marin is 75. Patrick Stewart is 81. And then Erno Rubik. The Hungarian okay. inventor of the Rubik's Cube. Oh, nice. All right. 77. Oh, cool. So thanks for tuning in, Erno. I know he's a big fan of the show. Oh, he is. He listens quite a bit. And he solves, like, Rubik's Cubes. I know. It's, it's pretty wild. You know, have you ever seen the Harrison Ford um, when he uh, when he has a magic trick done on him by um, 
yeah, David Blaine. Get out of his house. Yeah, and he's like shaking. Get out of my like, house. Like, yeah, get out of my. Yeah, he's like his whole his hands are like shaking, and he's like, get out. What kind of devil get, magic yeah. is this? Get out of my yeah. house. Get off my plane. Get off my lawn. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's Ooh, move on to some trivia. Trivia time. Yes, trivia. All right. Uh, this week in 1973, let's go all the way back to 1973, the lead singer for this band announces that he's quitting the band. He returns a week later, though. What band was it? Was it A, Black Sabbath, B, The Kinks, or C, David Crosby's comedy carnival of cocaine freebasing? Oh, you've got to throw the it's a curveball in there, man. This is a tough one. Jeez. Both of these, all three of these bands, actually, the lead singer uh, quit at one point or another. Oh, what do you think here, man. Charles? 1973, lead singer for this band announces he's quitting the band. He returns a week later. I like. I already know it's. I, I already know it's. Um, it's Dave, David Crosby's comedy carnival of cocaine freebasing, and that's and that's just because uh, it's a strange yeah, I just, band. I know this about one, it. The comedy carnival of uh, yeah. cocaine freebasing. It was a very strange time in his uh, touring career. Well, you know what happened was he he quit, and then for you know for about five days he he was about to hop on um, the bandwagon for this new product called Chicken Marrow Nubbins. And it just didn't work out for him quite well. And, you know, other people were kind of looking into it as a possibility because it was so tasty. And it just wasn't lucrative for him. It was lucrative eventually, but just not for him. But he ended up coming back to David Crosby's Comedy Carnival of Cocaine Freebasing. Well, I heard that also the the whole premise of the Comedy Carnival of Cocaine Freebasing was really trying on the band. Mm. Basically what David Crosby was doing as a lead singer, he would go out there dressed as Phantom of the Opera every night. Mm -hmm. And... Day he would put on a comedy show. Yeah. And it was, and people wouldn't laugh. The jokes were horrible. Yeah. And in between, he would just free base cocaine directly on the stage <laughs> underneath the spotlight. Yeah. And people were just kind of like, what's going on here? Yeah. And the band would just kind of, they would, they were instructed to play Latin jazz at a low volume. You know, I, and they, oh yeah. They were like, what? What, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this? And, Yep, it just all fell apart. I heard, I heard that. I heard that he would also pull out like a six shooter, and he would go, <laughs> "Right, but you, you'd make that sound, but you, but you, at people, just yeah." He'd do nope. Russian roulette with the audience. It was a really, yeah. it was a fun show. Uh, yeah, he just, you know, <laughs> who's gonna get it next? And he'd spin the barrel yeah. and just point it out in the crowd. <laughs> Just randomly pointed somebody. You're playing with me. It was I, actually a B. Kinks. Oh, uh, it was the Kinks, Kinks leader Ray Davies announced that he's quitting the band this week in 1973. He returned a week later, though. But this is funny. His brother Dave Davies actually takes a two years leave from the group anyway. Oh, that's funny. They're like, "Fuck you, I'm out of here." Yeah. Uh, and so there you go. Well, Ray Davies and Dave Davies, their parents hated them. <laughs> that's. that's <laughs> That's a little well-known fact. Ray Davies and Dave Davies. Their sister's name was Crave Davies. <laughs> Cravey, Gravy Davies. <laughs> Gravy think, Davies. And his dad was Gravy, Gravy Davies. <laughs> get out of here, Ray. Ray Davies. Come on now. Get your brother Dave Gravy. Davies over get here. Your, Come get on. Get your kids out in there, Gravy. Come on, Ravy, Gravy. Gravy Davies. Gravy, Gravy Davies. <laughs> All right. More trivia, guys. Ooh. This week in 1985, all right, Live Aid, huge, huge show, mm-hmm. was held at the U.S. JFK Stadium in Philadelphia and in the U.K. at the Wembley Stadium in London. Mm. The concert features sets from this band with Phil Collins on drums. 
for a one-time performance. It was Ooh. the only time he performed with this band on the drums. Who was it? Was it A, Led Zeppelin, B, The Who, or C, David Crosby's Cosmic Cocaine Circus? Oh, man. David Crosby this has was a so different, many bands. This was a different era of different David era. Crosby's career. This was, during the, this was during the time where David Crosby... Um, he would wear a, a t-shirt and a and a suit jacket over well, it with the big and the whole cosmic glasses. part of it. He yeah. put a, a NASA space helmet on. Yeah, as part of his outfit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He said that he was going out into space every time that he would do a solo. Yeah, he's like, watch out, I'm going to space. And oh yeah. People were like, what are you talking about? You know, you know, uh, you know, uh, Phil Collins. You know, um, in in the era of night. You know the. You know the the song. Oh, in the air tonight. In the air tonight. Yeah, yes. that that song actually was about David Crosby. David Crosby had just done a shit ton of coke, and he was drowning. Wow! In his and own he just cocaine. Watched him drown. Yeah. Was, like if I were watching you drown, yeah. I wouldn't lend a hand. That yeah, was, exactly. Wow. And that whole that whole drum, you know, the famous that uh that actually came directly from David Crosby because that's the, that's all he did for like three days was just make that sound. Wow. <laughs> Phil See, Collins guys, you just hear knew all it. these little-known facts on this yep. podcast that I swear, you know. So you guys, we should be charging for this kind of information. Sh- this information is these are is treasured nuggets of information that have never been unveiled. For okay, so 1985. I know. Okay, so if you guys are familiar with this, Live Aid is that concert. You, I mean, you'll see the Queen performance, the very famous Queen performance from Live Aid, right? Yes. This is, yeah, that, that real kind of famous one that's, like, all over the place. Um, huge audience, like, hunt, like, a hundred. It looked like, like, a hundred thousand people all in, like, a giant stadium. Um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, let's see. So, Phil Collins did a one-time performance for this band, Led Zeppelin, The Who, or David Crosby's Cosmic Cocaine Circus. So, I'm going to go with C, David Crosby's Cosmic Cocaine Circus. Yeah. And I, I know that if it's not C, then it's definitely A, Led Zeppelin. Well, this was a this was a tough um, live show to pull off again for David Crosby at the time because, as you can see in the name, there's the circus part of it, right? Mm, yeah. He would try and bring an actual Ringling Brothers circus onto the stage, right? Mm-hmm. And then he just had a big pile of cocaine on the floor, mm-hmm. and he would let the the animals just all just start ingesting the cocaine oh, which yeah. led to disastrous results oh yeah the bear ended up killing half of the stage crew it was oh, little, yeah. little reported but it actually happened um and then you know some of the monkeys got in there started messing with peter frampton on the side of the stage uh some of the other guys ozzy oh yeah that whole bat thing yeah that was because of all of this david crosby you know it all it, david crosby's a lot like kevin bacon like it just took, comes back to him it is yeah yeah uh, but it was actually led zeppelin oh okay phil collins played led zeppelin uh the drums with led zeppelin and it's uh, seriously though it's notoriously like a disastrous show it's oh re- no way it's regarded as a really bad performance uh they kind of like thought of it on paper kind of like half haphazardly like Oh, yeah, let's get uh, Phil Collins to hop on the drums there. And uh, he hopped on the drums, and it was, oh, a really, God. it was a very funky, weird performance. That's horrible. You should check it out online, guys. If That's... you've never seen it, uh, look up Live Aid 1985 with Led Zeppelin and Phil Collins on the drums. It's very strange. So is this the – so this – it must have been a different year with um, Live Aid and, and that big Queen performance, right? Because I don't see him on there. Uh, Live Aid, yeah, they did um, Live 1990? Aid a couple years. Oh, yeah. Back-to-back years. Um, but this was the first one, um, and this was 
The Who, Mick Jagger, Tina Turner, backed by Hall & Oates, Temptations, Bob Dylan with the Rolling Stones, uh, Santana, U2, Tom Petty, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Ooh. He was there. Oh, he was there. Uh, David Bowie, Elton John, George Thurgood, Madonna, Duran Duran, Power Station, Black Sabbath, Reunited with Ozzy, Run DMC, and Judas Priest, many others. Nice. But nothing yeah, about um, him. Nothing with Queen. Um, anyway, all right. So, David Crosby. <laughs> Check Ooh. him out. Look at that mustache. He's 80 years old. Um, he says uh, he did this whole interview. If you guys are interested in checking it out, it's actually a pretty good little interview he did with Rolling Stone. Um, and he says, 80 is not a birthday to celebrate. I'm celebrating that I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Quite simply. That's, is it, that's the David Crosby from this show making that statement. That's, that's right. I'm, wait, 80? 80 is not a birthday. I'm, am I fucking still alive? It's, it's pretty, um, <laughs> like, How it's pretty, I gotta say, this yeah. interview is very depressing. Was like, it? Yeah, like, uh, I was reading a lot about it, and it's very, uh, very depressing. Oh, man. His financial, his financial situation grew so dreary that he said the, the bank would take away his house. He has tendinitis, uh, so it's advanced to the point where he can't play really guitar really, uh, a lot. He's also had to watch his beloved, oh, well, that, that, that's, you know, this whole, I don't want to get into the politics, but he's a very, uh, adamant um, disagreeer with Donald Trump. Oh yeah, all big time. Policies. Big he time. He was very uh, open about all of that and the peaceful transfer of power that didn't happen. Um, and he had to endure the loss of his biological son, uh, Beckett Cipher, who was raised by Melissa Etheridge, mm. which is uh, kind of crazy. Yeah, I remember. I remember that whole thing. Yeah. So he got this new solo album out. It's called For Free, and it's coming out July 23rd. Um, and he wrote it at the height of the pandemic, aided by his son and longtime creative collaborator James Raymond. Much of the work was done in his garage, but they also used studios around the L.A. area. Um, no concert tour dates on the horizon, but he says, quote, I can't do a bus tour anymore since I can't sleep on them anymore. I'm mm. just too old. Also, my guitar playing is a real problem. I can, I can still do it, but I'm down 20% from where I was at my best, and it's deteriorating pretty steadily. If I play again, I'd have to bring another guitar player into the band. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That is a pretty depressing one. Yep. That's a downer. Um, but And also, money was a real issue until a few months ago when he sold his entire publishing to Irving Azoff's iconic artist group. He says, quote, that wasn't a thing I wanted to do, but doing that deal with Irving made it possible for me to not worry about the money. Oh, okay. I paid off my house. That was really scary. We were really worried we were going to lose it. David Crosby, worried oh, about yeah. losing his house. Wow. Isn't that fucking crazy? An icon like that. Like, yeah. So, just goes to show, we do joke a lot about the guy, but he's, you know, yeah, actually, he's an icon. He's a really, really good guy, and he's in a rough spot. So, you know, understand, guys, that all the jokes that we do on here, obviously, are just very lighthearted and just our twisted sense of humor. But oh, yeah. we wish the best for David Crosby. And really, check that interview out on... Um, Rolling Stone. It's it's pretty fascinating. You know, he did a lot of crazy shit back in the sixties and seventies. He lived through it all. And it he yeah, was one and of it's those guys pretty that's miraculous. Like, he's like a Keith Richards. <laughs> yeah, he survived. Like how how did you do all that? You know. I love that little meme that's going around where it sh it shows Keith Richards and he's like showing this little kid how to play guitar, and it says Keith Richards showing Willie Nelson how to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, and he's Keith Keith, Keith Richards. He just doesn't age. He's just like. He looks like the yeah. He looks like he looks like he's been about ninety three for the past like uh, thirty six years. 
I propose that they could have taken Keith Richards instead of Tom Petty. I'll make that wild accusation right mm, now. Like, yeah, I think yeah. we could have uh, used Tom Petty for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Keith Richards, you know, that dude's got a death wish. Yeah. Oh, he definitely <laughs> Tom, does. Tom Petty didn't, you know. He wasn't that kind of crazy lifestyle that Keith Richards, and it just blows my mind yeah. that he's able to – he still smokes too, right? Yeah. Doesn't he smoke like chimney still? My yeah. grandpa still smokes and he's like 96. Wow. It's crazy. I'm That's like, how nuts. does that even work out? That is nuts. In science. <laughs> it's like, does it make science! sense? Science! Yeah. All right, anyway. Movie TV entertainment news, guys. New PBS series, Spotlights, Legendary Rock Photographers. This is kind of cool. It's part of a six week series on PBS that actually premiered on July 16th. It's called Icon Music Through the Lens, which sheds a new light on the world of rock photography. And it's uh, a bunch of stuff like uh, all these guys. I don't know who these photographers are. I'm not going to name them off because you don't know who they are either. But it, it's still a pretty cool thing to check them out because they're kind of like the um, – I, I like highlighting stage crew, photographers, like people that are behind the scenes. Because oh, yeah. You don't really get to see and know those people the way you do everyone else, right? Oh, big time. And when we see those photos pop up on magazines and all that stuff and in media, we're like, wow, what a fucking impressive shot, or that's really cool. So it, it's cool that they give them a, a, a tip of the hat, so to speak. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and, and check it out. It's on PBS, and it just uh, premiered on July 16th. It's called Icon music through the lens i um i was coming back from a tool concert it's not one of the ones that we attended together but it was one that i attended with my with a couple of other buddies right. in, in san francisco and we were on the bart and there was this dude after the tool concert he was there and um and he had a bunch of posters and i was looking at him and i was like dude are those alex gray that looks like alex gray you know the the, the oh, famous yeah. artist for tool and he's like oh yeah these are all artists green i'm like look at him i'm like oh my god man are those signed by the bands and he's like yeah like who the fuck are you and he was like oh i'm a sound engineer i'm the one who like actually did a lot of the sound stuff for the tool show that's so cool and he's like i'm just taking the bart back to my car so i can drive back home and he's like but yeah the the band actually gave us all of these kick-ass alex gray prints and signed them yeah. and i'm like look here here i am sitting next to a dude who's got signatures from like my favorite band and like that's my so cool. icons and I mean, I was tempted to rob him. I mean, <laughs> stab him. I, I was, yeah. I mean, but still, leave I, him bleeding. Yeah, I thought, and man, take that's those so cool. Yeah, he was like a lot of bands. He even said that he goes, a lot of bands don't show the, that sort of appreciation. Yeah, but he's like, we put in a lot of hard work to make these things happen. So Fuck it was yeah. cool that that's that cool, they did man. it. Yeah, right on. That's that's cool to hear. Pretty awesome. Uh, news from around the world as we finish up the episode tonight. Uh, 18-year-old is going to be joining Jeff Bezos for the flight to space, become the youngest ever in space. All right. And then cool. he's also having Wally Funk, the 82-year-old lady. It's going to be the oldest person in space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All in one trip. Yeah. Oldest and youngest. Uh, and then Jeff Bezos, too. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wally neat. Funk, she's got a cool story. Yeah, she is pretty awesome. Uh, she apparently couldn't, you know, uh, I, I forget what the premise, why she was, it was like politics because she was a woman, wasn't allowed to go like up with NASA with the uh, rest of the astronauts back in the 60s, I think yeah. it was. And then now she's finally getting her chance. So I think cool. that's really cool. It's going to be great. At least he's doing that, you know, with this kind of like exposing the young generation to space, the older generation, especially a woman, and doing it in a, you know, a productive way, I think is a good thing. Yeah, that's cool. It's not just a publicity stunt, but I think it's also productive. So yeah, good for him on that. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Crow Milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product 
made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crows' eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crows' eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crows' milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that, I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. <laughs> Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk, so. Thank you, crow milk. All right, news from around the world. Looks like the protests in Cuba are getting uh, pretty crazy. Thousands of protesters mm-hmm. demonstrated in the Cuban capital of Havana, other parts of the country uh, this past Sunday. One of the biggest anti-government demonstrations in Cuba in decades. Protesting food shortages. Mm-hmm. Uh, po- police initially walked behind the demonstrators but broke up the Havana protests after a couple hours when a few marchers threw rocks. So mm-hmm. uh, it's getting pretty crazy out there. Uh, you can hashtag Cuba, check that out. But I, I like how Cuba's kind of fighting for their democracy and fighting for their freedom and saying, we're not going to put up with this kind of stuff mm-hmm. anymore. Yep. So. It's, it's not staged by any other country, though, like, you know, like like they did in the 60s, like like the U.S. tried to do by getting directly involved. Like, this is all coming directly from the people. Yep. That was the problem with the Bay of Pig scandal. Like, uh, that whole situation, you know, we had convinced the nation that all these Cubans supported us when in reality they didn't, and we didn't have the backing from the Cuban people. Essentially, they didn't go in line. So this this actually is coming from the Cuban people. So right. Good. Yeah, very, very significant difference. Um, and, yeah, so let's see how it works out, um, you know. Uh, hopefully all good for those people eventually in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burger King sign, this was funny. It kind of went viral this week. We all quit. <laughs> Goes viral after the employees walked out. Uh, the employees at one restaurant uh, just said, on the sign there, we quit. We all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. Employees mm. say they've been working in the kitchen with no air conditioning for weeks. Brutal. With the temperature reaching 90 degrees, one employee, an older lady, uh, she passed out. She was reportedly hospi- hospitalized for dehydration. She was working 60 hours a week, and eight of her coworkers followed her lead, complaining the restaurant was understaffed. Mm. Burger King has not commented on the matter. What do you think, like, oh. it, as far as, like, you know, you know the inner Dude. workings of a business. If something like that happened to your business. Oh, it'd be brutal, man. It'd be brutal. I, my first job was fast food, like, my, know, like, right. Right, like right out of a high school. Of us, yeah. yeah, and I remember working so hard, working so hard that um, in, a, in a super a temperature-controlled climate, I would just be busting a sweat like crazy. Yep. I, can, I can't even imagine working in a kitchen. Burger King's like got that. a uh, they got a big lawsuit on their hands with that, I'm sure. Well, they can't even hire but like down the street, have you seen the big sign on the Burger King down there that says that they'll pay people to to come <laughs> yeah, interview and shit? That crazy? Nuts. Um all right, so weekly WTF this week. This is kind of weird. Documentary filmmaker criticized for recreating Anthony Bourdain's voice with artificial intelligence. A documentary on the late uh, the life of the late celebrity chef Anthony Bourdain is opening in theaters on July 16th. So here's the deal. He didn't disclose it in the film, 
They used artificial intelligence to recreate his voice. Garbage. Uh, this guy, Morgan Neville, who never met him, uh, used content from archival audio and video as well as the AI technology. Uh, they created an AI model of his voice to supplement quotes of his that were uh, uh, other lines that were res- reportedly spoken by the AI. So isn't that crazy? That's that's brutally unethical. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's horrible. I mean, and without the family's permission, it's, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. So it's getting a lot of flack for it. It's called Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. Wow. Uh, so I don't know. Don't support that. I would say no, no. After that, no. It may have been a really kick-ass documentary too, because Anthony Bourdain was pretty cool. But but still, after yeah. that, nope. Um, yeah. All right, this is an interesting story to end it this week. Uh, HBO reportedly paid James Gandolfini from The Sopranos to turn down the role of Steve Carell in The Office during the latest episode of Talking Sopranos, which is a pretty cool podcast. They talk about different episodes of The Sopranos with actual members uh, from the show. Nice. So check that out. Ricky Gervais was their latest guest, and they revealed that uh, apparently they've been in talks to join The Office after Carell left and before James Spader joined the cast. They wanted James Gandolfini to do it. And according to this guy... James Gandolfini was offered $4 million to join the NBC sitcom, but HBO paid him $3 million not to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. How can I you mean, refuse that? Yeah, $3 million just not just not to do something. That That's beautiful. And they you kept the, the legacy of The Sopranos pure. Well, and you could you imagine James Gandolfini on, on, I can't. on The Office? I really you know, can't. And he, he, uh, he'd be like, Dwight, could you come into my office? Like, yeah. Listen, I know, I know I, what you I do really with the jello. I'm going to break your fucking legs. <laughs> I'm going to break your fucking legs, Dwight. That does it for us, guys. (laughs) Rocknewsweekly.com. Check out the photos from our interviews. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, at Rock News Weekly. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate it in the Apple and Google stores. We do appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.